Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Hey, welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast. I'm Joel Brzezinski, uh, otherwise known to Google as Breezy, and Mike <laughs> the Cap Kepler. <laughs> there's, there's a you, feature. <laughs> Joel texted me that the other day, and I thought, man, that, that I like that nickname. I'm going to start calling you Breezy. I, I had a boss who called me Breezy. Hey, Breezy. Oh, he uh, did? No, back I in, thought that back, was new. Back in the day. But there's a feature on Android where... I think it's a new feature. If you're listening, any audio that you're listening to, it will transcribe it. <laughs> and so I was listening to uh, one of our podcasts where I said, I'm Joel Brzezicki along with Mike Kapler. And it, it, it transcribed it as, I'm Joel Breezy along with Mike Kapler. And I just thought that was funny because apparently <laughs> Google doesn't know the name Brzezicki. I thought that was pretty common. <laughs> Breezy. <laughs> you had a boss who called you that? He, he sounded like uh, that animal Muppet thing or whatever. Oh, yeah. Hey, well, he, he, would, he, would, he would do that. He, he was, I used to hang out at this gas station slash arcade, and it was a full-service gas station and had an arcade in the back and also a can redemption center. And so anyway, one day I was hanging out there, and he says, you want a job? And uh, so <laughs> he put me to work there. And anyway, I worked there for five years. It was an APCO station. I don't know if anyone remembers those, but um, they've been <laughs> around for a long time. But anyways, and he, he was just, he had a strange, different sense of humor. And my nickname back then was Brewski or Breeze. And he would call me Breezy. Hey, Breezy. <laughs> so, it, yeah. But I just thought he, it was <laughs> He sounds funny. like an old teacher I used to have. And she was a really nice lady. And, yeah. But she had that deep animal voice. No, <laughs> animal. What was the yeah, the Muppets? <laughs> yes, the drummer. I love that. I love animal. We're digressing <laughs> quite a bit here. <laughs> okay. Yes, uh, but this is why people tune in. It's not so much for the the truth revealed from the Bible. <laughs> it's just to hear all the other stuff we talk about. Oh, foolish um, podcasters! Joel, uh, picking up on where we left off last week, as as we continue on about Paul's nuggets, and they are golden nuggets written throughout the New Testament pages about the grace of God apart from works, salvation, justification, sanctification. I mean, all of this stuff came as a, a gift to us. And we kind of left off in Galatians chapter 3. Before we move on, I was going to just—I uh, was looking at the end of this chapter, and, and I thought I would make a point because we, we did spend a lot of time in Galatians chapter 2 in our Paul and James series previously. And it's almost like Paul is coming back to something he was referring to in the previous chapter. And here in Galatians uh, 3.28, he says, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. You see, in Christ, all of those things just kind of melt away, and we're all one in him. If you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So there's an, an inheritance here that he goes on to talk about in, in the rest of uh, the book of Galatians. But an inheritance, generally speaking, it's it's not something you work to get. It's something that's given to you. It's something that's gifted to you, in a sense. And it's it's usually, by tradition, designed for 
children, those who would become heirs, those who would be at least identified as children or part of the family. By tradition, that's usually what the inheritance was. And that's that's what Paul is saying here. We've now become children. We've received an inheritance. It's something that was brought up back in Galatians 2 that he was trying to point out is there's one gospel. There's not a separate gospel for the Jews who would still adhere to the law and then a different gospel for the Gentiles that might have no law or very little law or a combination of law and grace. It's all one, justified by grace through faith, all one gospel, and we're all together in this thing, Jew and Gentile both, whereas a lot of Jews back at that time thought that the Jews were still somewhat favored and that they had a different gospel that still included at least portions of the law. And so um, I I just wanted to bring that up before we moved on. Yeah, I think that's important to point out. I mean, there are people like speaking of James, which we had done it as part of the series. There are people who think that James was talking about a gospel to the Jews, that there was a separate gospel for the Jews. And like you said, that they, they believed it included the works of the law. And that was the gospel for the Jews, because in Galatians, in Galatians 2, 7, in the King James Version, Paul says, when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision, that's the Gentiles, was committed to me, as the gospel of the circumcision, that's the Jews, was to Peter. So Paul says that, and that's interpreted by some as meaning that there's a gospel that's for the Gentiles, and there's a separate gospel that's for the Jews. But again, as Paul says at the beginning of Galatians, you know, some are preaching this other gospel, which is no gospel at all. It's not really another gospel. Some people think it's a gospel, but they're perverting the gospel of Christ, he says in, in Galatians 1, 7. They're perverting it. It's not an actual other gospel. But really, uh, you know, Paul just knew that God had sent him to the Gentiles to preach the gospel. And Peter and James and the others, they believed, they decided among themselves, it says, that they were going to go preach the gospel to the Jews. But it's one gospel. Like you say, there's not more than one gospel. It's the gospel that includes Jews and Gentiles. And like you say, when they come together, when they believe, they become part of what Ephesians calls one new man. And I'm sure we'll get to that uh, as we talk uh, about the words of Paul and, and the gospel. But Paul is talking here in Galatians about this gospel that he has been entrusted with, with sharing. And he says, in um, Galatians 4.21, and if there's anything before that you want to get to, you feel free when I'm done here. But he says, tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not hear the law? <laughs> this is so important. It's, it's easy to skip by this. Tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not hear the law? Remember, there are 613 commandments in the law, and there is nobody... According to what Paul wrote in Romans, there is nobody righteous. No, not one. There's nobody who keeps the law. There is nobody. In Romans, he said, in order to be justified by the law, you have to keep the law. You can't just be a hearer of the law. He says, do you not hear the law? And if you actually hear the law, if you actually listen to what the law says, what it should do is it should say, is, is what you should say, I can't do this. I cannot do this because a, a lot of people these days have watered down the law to make it into something that they think is doable. Uh, and they don't really actually hear what the law says. But he goes on to say, for it is written that Abraham had two sons 
one by the bondwoman, the other by the free woman. You know, Abraham, of course, had his wife, Sarah, and then her handmaiden, Hagar. And the one son that he had through Hagar was not a child of promise. God had, God had promised Abraham a child, but the, uh, the, he who was of the bondwoman was according to the flesh. And he who was born of the free one, woman from Sarah was by promise. And these things are symbolic. So remember, God had promised Abraham a son. It wasn't happening. The promise wasn't happening. And so Abraham went in with Hagar, his wife's handmaiden, and had the one child, Ishmael. And that was the child of the flesh, born according to the flesh. But Isaac, who was born of Sarah later on, God fulfilled his promise. And that was the child of promise. And these things are symbolic. It represents the two covenants. The one from Mount Sinai, which gives birth to bondage. So the law, you know what came from Mount Sinai? It was the law that gives birth to bondage. And that is Hagar and corresponds to Jerusalem, which is now and is in bondage with her children. But the Jerusalem above is free, which is the mother of us all. And he says, now, brethren, as Isaac was, we are children of promise. And so that's what this gospel is about. It's about the promise, not of works, not of something that came from Mount Sinai, a covenant of works, but it's the covenant of being free through God's promise. Yes, and included with that law uh, from Sinai was was the Ten Commandments written in stone. Uh, You know, it's it's interesting how the Jews were, you know, uh, taken out of bondage from Egypt and brought back into basically a spiritual bondage from Mount Sinai. Um, But that's what it did. It gave birth to bondage. And and Paul does explain, as you mentioned, Joel, the the two covenants being uh, symbolized there uh, between Hagar and, and, and Sarah. But we're we're children of the promise. Um, and there's so much to get into in, in Galatians, but I'm going to skip ahead here just for the sake of time to Ephesians, uh, tying into what you just said. Uh, Paul, kind of at the beginning of his letter to the Ephesians, in his salutation, he, he goes on to say, Blessed be the, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ. He has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Contrast that to what Joel was just talking about with this, the bondage that took place through the law. <laughs> Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, before the beginning of time, really, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. Uh, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our sins, uh, according to the riches of his grace. But we've received this inheritance. This is such such a, a big deal. Uh, the, the mystery of God's will was revealed in Ephesians 1.9, according to the purpose which he set forth in Christ. Um, in him, verse 11, this is what, what I wanted to get to. In him we have obtained an inheritance having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. And verse 13, in him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, you were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee 
the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. So he goes on here to encourage uh, the people he's writing to, and and I know there's more to get to here in in the book of Ephesians. But again, uh, part of our purpose here is to highlight the grace of the one gospel that that Paul was teaching um, and contrast that to a a modern-day message of what people call the gospel, which is a mixture of grace and works, uh, the same thing that was going on back in Paul's day. Yeah, and I like what you were reading there from Ephesians. And as we uh running out of time for this one, just want to wrap up with um, Galatians 5.1. This is one of my favorite verses, uh, some of my favorite words from Paul. He says, and I like the NIV version of this, um, just for this particular verse. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Remember all that he's been saying about the difference between the law and uh, the gospel. Uh, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Or other versions do say bondage. But either way, the bondage there, the slavery that he's talking about is a yoke to the law. Being under that ministry of death and condemnation. And he says you were, in verse 7, you were running a good race. Who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? And the truth that he's talking about there is the gospel, as opposed to uh, being justified by works. So we'll continue on with our talk about uh, some of the great things that Paul has said regarding the gospel in the weeks to come right here on the podcast, Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.